Broadcasting live from the tournament grounds on the plain of Eldraine, this is Tap Tap Concede. Hello, Graham here. Cameron here. And I'm Nelson. And today we're going to talk about <gasps> Throne of Eldraine and the recent update to Arena and anything else we think about. Booster packs. We're going to talk a lot about mm. booster packs today, actually, because we had an extensive, extensive conversation before going online and realized that... We, we had to read a bunch to understand what was going on. I think we have it now. No, we're stumped. We have okay. no idea whether we'll even be able to get booster packs next month. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> just... I I want the fancy border. Please, just tell me. Tell yeah. me how to Please, get it. Please, sir, tell me how Please, to get sir, the shield breaker. I have some more booster this. packs. Yeah. I don't understand. Uh, if you want some more booster packs and live in the U.S., ha you can check out our sponsor, cardkingdom.com slash LRR, because they'll ship sealed product anywhere in the U.S., but they also ship singles anywhere in the world, and they sponsor this podcast, and they're great. Uh, cardkingdom.com slash LRR. And uh, you can tell them, loading ready run sent me a button, please, and I'll give you a little one-inch button, and I think they're just about to run out of in response I concede, mm -hmm. so we'll see what happens there. I wish you best of luck. Hopefully you can get tap tap on sleeve. I like that one. I mm. think we had that one at one point, didn't we? Yep. Yeah. yeah. It's in the rotation. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as always, everything that we do is brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Mm. And while this, the YouTube channel that you're now watching this on, if you're watching it, LRMTG now has a name and monetization, which it did not for the first little while. Uh, it does not currently have a active membership thing but we'll let you know if that happens um yeah so before we get into that let's let's quickly crack a pack we have a lot okay. to talk about so let's okay. not let's not spend too long on the no dilly dallying oh. on the pack cracker eight. yeah eight two four six eight it's battle bond once hey. upon a time there was a pack of battle bond let's go to kylum this was given to us uh from trevor at pax os 2018 who also gave us XCOM and some harry potter cards Ooh. nice it says here. Like a pack note. of XCOM and a pack of Harry Potter cards? I think like, so. I think we got really? a pack of like the XCOM. I don't think it's in here. Okay. Mm. But we got but a there's pack an of like... XCOM CCG. I I think so? I for sure want to be on the AFK where we play uh, that. Yeah. Hey, XCOM now with RNG. Finally. <laughs> Fine. Thank, yeah, good. Thank heavens. Yeah. Why wasn't there any of that in there? So our first card is a warrior token because this whole thing is backwards. So I guess I'll do it like this. And uh, upside blah. down. Dragon Hatchling. Everyone remembers Dragon Hatchling. Yeah. It's it says fire breathing. Doesn't yeah. have creature type egg. Throw it out. It's a zero one for one to red uh, with flying, and it has fire breathing. So single red man to give it plus one plus oh until end of turn. Capable of actually trading for some pretty big cards. Vampire bats, but for one extra mana. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, return to the earth. Ha, huh, good. Take care of that. Dragon Hatchling. Yeah. Three... And a green for an instant. Destroy target artifact, enchantment, or creature with flying. We're telling a story here. Yeah. <laughs> Get back in your egg. Uh, Spellweaver duo. I don't know how they factor in. They cast the return to Earth. Oh, okay. Mm. Six and a blue for a 4-4 human wizard with assist. So another, pair, another player can pay for the generic mana. So they can pay up to six of this spell's mana cost. When they enter the battlefield, you may return target tapped creature to his owner's hand. Uh, good. Mm -hmm. The assist cards were generally pretty good. Or yeah, maybe maybe we flashed this think. in somehow, and then we bounced the dragon egg in response. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yep. Riptide crab. Wow, yeah. that is an ugly. <laughs> ugly this is a reprint beast. from Invasion, right? Uh, it must be. The yeah. art looks it. Yeah, it's a pretty cool card, actually. Yeah, one mm. white blue for a one three crab with vigilance, and when it dies, draw a card. It's like everything you want in your blue eye control deck. Yeah, except a reasonable mana cost. <laughs> mm. 
Borderland Marauder is one and a red for a 1-2 human warrior. Whenever Borderland Marauder attacks, it gets plus 2, plus 0 oh until end of turn. Only one of the creatures we've seen so far has had more than one power. Combo attack is two and a green for a sorcery. Target creatures your team controls each deal damage equal to their power to target creature. So, yeah, it's um, a yeah. uh, bond together. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. was an instant. Sadly, this is not. But it, uh, yeah, so you can just be like these two creatures of mine or those two creatures of yours or one of mine and one of yours both team up on this guy. That seems good. The most rabbit of bites. Speaking of which, Tandem Tactics, which I'm sure is just in the set for flavor reasons, because mm. uh, this was printed in Battle, Battle for, for Zendikar. Zendikar. One in a white instant, up to two target creatures each get plus one, plus two until end of turn, and you gain two life. Hmm. This is new art for Tandem Tactics? No. Okay. Because it's the core and the human yeah. from yeah, mm. BFC. He's probably an ally. Screeching yeah. buzzard. Oh, yeah. Uh, three and a black for a flying bird. When Screeching Buzzard dies, each opponent controls a card. Discards a card. Why did yeah. I say control? When it dies, each opponent discards a card. With great control on care, just like... Yeah. Push through the pain. Control the card. That's right. Control your card, sir. Um, Silver Chase Fox. One and a white for a 2-2 two, two fox. One and a white and sacrifice it. Exile target enchantment. This has been reprinted a lot. Bears. Mm. It's, uh, what am I thinking of? Ronum Unicorn. Yep, Cami of... Uh, Cami Lantern Cami? No. Uh, Keening Apparition. Cami of something, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It's, it it's does a, a job. It's a pretty common little little yeah. thing that they give white creatures. Yeah. And our, I think our last common, Cloud actually, Chaser Kestrel, I think. is uh, Sickle Dancer. Two and a black for a three to human warrior. Warriors were relevant. Uh, whenever Sickle Dancer attacks, if your team controls another warrior, then Sickle Dancer gets plus one, plus one until end of turn. Thanks for bringing me so viscerally to the plane of Kylum, Steve Argyle. Yeah. Yeah. And yes, we are in fact into the uncommons now with Relentless Hunter, one red green for a three three human warrior, and for also for one red green it gets plus one plus one and trample until end of turn. This is another Battle of card, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can Odd. activate that as many times as you want. Odd bit of flavor text for Kylum, <laughs> where everyone is like, "All right, let's go to the arena and fight one another and have fun for sporting <laughs> events," and this person is like. I swear vengeance upon the monsters. And everyone's like, well, okay, whoa, hold on. Isn't that, I think, isn't that how every gladi- gladiator movie goes, though, right? It's like, I'm not oh, here yeah. for, for their amusement. I'm just trying to get close to the king so I can murder him. Yeah, right? and, yeah. yeah and being yeah. like, whoa, buddy, nobody, <laughs> yeah, nobody dies in the arenas here. <laughs> it's like, and also, dude, you've killed like 30 people. How big was your family? <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Uh, Nimbus champion. Wow. I don't, this is for I don't remember this card at all. And this is for dad. And this is for my hamster. And this is for my goldfish. It's like you killed those. Things. Yeah. Right. Uh, five and a blue Nimbus champion for a four-four avatar warrior uh, with with flying. And whenever Nimbus champion attacks, you may return target creature to its owner's hand if that creature's power is less than or equal to the number of warriors your team controls. That seems like it could actually be very. Yeah. Very well, strong. Yeah, yeah. well, because it can also bounce things that you control that have ETB effects. Yeah. Yep. So I remember playing with this and liking it. Yeah. It was a bit pricey and required some buy-in, but, you know. Were warriors in all colors or just? Definitely red and white in this set, right? I thought well, red, and 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 black. Black. And black. red and black. Yeah, yeah, and this is a warrior. and The one we just saw was red yeah. and green. Right. 
also all colors, I guess. it's battle bond, so you're playing four colors. Right. Maybe. Right. Yes. Your like, team is playing a lot of colors. Announcing like these matches must be awesome. Just yeah. Like, oh, and the challenger has brought out uh, apparently a magical avatar with a sword that is grown from a cloud. So that's probably going to be bad for <laughs> so look out for, for the hero. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Decorated champion is one in a green for a 2-2 elf warrior. There you go, in green too. And whenever another warrior enters the battlefield under your team's control, put a plus one, plus one counter on decorated champion. Mm. Neat. Yeah. So that's when you have to be like, when with, to your partner, when they're about to cast something, you're like, no, 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 no. Let me, let me do this first. Yeah. And our rare because we have a mountain and a warrior token and our rare is Mangara of Corindor. Nice. Uh, which is one white white for a 1-1 one, one human wizard legendary creature and tap to exile Mangara of Corindor and target permanent. Hmm. So Just this was a, the hero's th- journey in one in one line of text. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm taking you with me. Cool. Yeah, it's a good one. It got some legacy play back in the day in the very early days of um Death and taxes, like this is a white weenie option because there was just oh, yeah, a lot. Yeah. A lot of time you wanted to leave your aether vial on three, and so this would, and you could, you can also. Is it a reprint? Yeah, it's originally from Time Spiral, and then I think this oh. is a second reprint. I think it was in a master set also, hmm. but I think it's it's probably popular in EDH too. I mean, probably just take. It's a cool effect. Probably just take Mangara. Yeah, uh, removal that or like I, I don't know Nimbus Champion maybe. I guess like in a pinch. Well, take two cards. Remember, yeah, you take you're taking two, two cards. Right. Yeah, in a in a pinch in like a uh, in a. I like that flyer more than Mangara. Highlander deck or something. I guess she's another uh, O ring or something too. Yeah, yeah, I mean, she doesn't always have haste, but maybe you have the boots or something. And yeah, she's obviously not as good as a yeah. thing. But you know, if you got to get rid of something, she's pretty good for that. I, I mean, mean, two yeah. two of our uncommons are green warriors. You can also play tricks with this with Caracas. I, I believe that works. It doesn't say exchange. Yeah, it just the ability just exiles two things. So you can just like tap your Mangara, target one of their things, then like hold priority, bounce your Mangara with Caracas, and then like you've got a Caracas in hand. Or sorry, you've got a Mangara in hand, and then when the ability resolves, it doesn't care. I don't think that Mangara is there. It just exiles the other thing. Oh, so that's, cool. So yeah. that's kind of a fun trick in whatever format. That's super cool. Yeah. Do we just take the two green? Warriors, I like that. Or the just or the, the green blue. warrior and the blue warrior. Yeah, just the decorated okay champion that. and the Nimbus champion. I think the four four flyer. Going I remember on champions. the skies being not terribly open, but four four flyers are, you know, yeah, yeah. Or maybe just business. both the blue, big blue creatures. I have I have drafted this format zero times. I would love to at some point, but I've gotten no chance. Just go so to far. a magic fest with Adam, and it'll happen at some point whether you want. Yeah, to Yeah, and not. then you'll have right. to fight like uh, Gavin Verhey, who's soloing the pod. All right, <laughs> well, Gavin's, Gavin's too good at this. I will put in my request with Adam to go to a magic fest with him. Sounds good. Okay, so speaking of cracking open booster packs, Mm -hmm. uh, let's just quickly talk about the state of booster packs, only because this is something we were talking about casually just before we went live on the recording and realized that there's a lot going on. (laughs) Uh, Well, basically, we were looking at the spoilers and going, okay, but how do we get these awesome-looking... Uh, storybook alternate frame alternate art cards from Throne of Eldraine Mm -hmm. and so referencing a article uh, on the Wizards website from July it's literally called Project Booster Fun (laughs) um, 
Mark Rosewater goes into uh, what they're doing with booster packs, sort of, well, currently, because this, um, uh, some stuff is actually was introduced in Guilds of Ravnica, but also going forward in uh, Throne of Eldraine. So, when Throne of Eldraine comes out, there are going to be three different products that they sell that you can buy that are called booster packs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one is the draft booster, which is exactly what you would expect. That is everything that we crack on crack-a-packs. That is the normal thing that has existed since the beginning with different numbers of cards in the packs and everything, but that's that's the normal booster pack. Regular booster mm-hmm. pack. Yeah. Now we, called draft booster. Draft boosters, which contain a token, uh, a token or ad card, a land, ten commons, three uncommons, and a rare or mythic. Hmm. Well, that's okay. It. Can they can they contain foils now, or do they, does it say whether they don't? Because currently it's like that's the list you get, except one of the commons may be replaced by a foil of any rarity. That's the usual um, alloc- or distribution of a booster pack. So this says this is kind of a difficult sentence to parse. Get ready. In Throne of Eldraine specifically, there are no non-foil common showcase cards in booster packs. Okay, so, so maybe you, you can get so a foil. That, that implies that foils will still, there's a chance that a foil will still right. appear in a you booster pack. You can't get a showcase card yeah. unless it's foil, maybe. So I believe, okay. I believe yeah, it's that. It's weird that they don't maybe. specify, that they don't mention foils in that list. but Yeah, so it, I, am, I am led to believe that the draft booster is a booster pack as it exists now. It's just okay. what you... It, okay. It's yeah. exactly the same. It's currently now you get foils yeah. and booster packs. So, the theme booster, which uh, have existed already for I think Guilds of Ravnica and Ravnica Allegiance and War of the Spark. I thought mm-hmm. maybe it started with Allegiance, but definitely in the past year, this these have been on the shelves here. Yeah. Like so these have, yeah. so these have been around, uh, and they contain thirty five cards and a reference card, if you care about the reference card. So it's thirty five. It's thirty. Three to thirty-four commons and/or uncommons. Right. It doesn't specify the exact breakdown, and then one point one rare and/or mythic. And what that means Neat. is that every theme booster has one rare or mythic, mm-hmm. and one in ten of them has another one. Okay. Got it. So they were. I think it was someone at the store actually was telling me that like in a box in the display box of ten one of those will have a second rare or mythic. Okay. Great. So, okay. Yeah, yep. that's it. And they're, they're called theme boosters because they're they're done by color. So in Throne of... Well, so they were done by guild in the Ravnica sets. In Throne of Eldraine, they're done by color. So there's going to be five options. A red one, a green one, a white one, a blue one, and a black one. And they're not set. Like, they're not seated, but they're all going to be cards of that color. Mm. So if you're like, I just want blue cards then you can right. just go get a blue theme booster and get all blue cards. One of them will be rare, and maybe two of them will be rare. Who knows? So Maybe seven of them will be uncommon. Who yeah, knows? so those, again, those are already out and mm-hmm. have been for the for most of yeah. most of a year. You can um, get a Demir booster pack now, I think. They, yeah. they don't mm-hmm. say what the, uh, for the, the, like, foils or the uh, fancy, the, the showcase cards or anything would nope. show up in the... No, nope, I don't. I, the theme boosters. I don't. I don't believe they do actually. And uh, it says the number of commons and uncommons varies 
but you'll always get more commons than uncommons. This product to me feels more like the deck builder's toolkit. Like it, it contains bulk. It's it's for the players yeah. who don't have very many cards yet mm. and are looking to expand their range of options for casual decks they can build. Right. So yeah. Okay. Probably, I I would be surprised if they were putting in the showcase cards on perfect on purpose. Mm-hmm. So then the collector booster is the interesting one. Mm. This is the one where we got to start talking about definitions of terminology that Wizards is using for different treatments of visuals on a card. Yeah, chances mm. are if you're listening to a Magic podcast, you're curious about this collector booster. Yeah, and this is, now again, this article is from July, but we were like, wait, how do we actually get these cards? So the collector booster is 15 cards and a foil token. Okay. Mm. So every, every collector booster has a foil token. Among those 15 cards are nine foil commons and uncommons. Oh, wow. It's like a Shards of Lara foil pack. Yeah, cool. yeah. Okay. So they're just, just nine foil commons and uncommons, a foil rare or mythic rare, Okay. then a rare or mythic rare with extended art. That isn't foil? It, yes. Probably. It just okay. says a okay. rare or mythic with extended art, and I assume that means that it's not foil. Okay. Now, extended art is you will have seen this on a bunch of Throne of Eldraine spoilers because a bunch of sites I saw were, were sharing. They got both versions of the art. Uh, that is when the art in the art box extends sideways to the edges of the card. Hmm. Uh, Paul's got an example on, on screen from the... This was from the... Uh, those, Masters. Those, uh, box the, toppers. The, box the, topper. The box toppers, yeah. Okay. So it's this is not full art, which extends below the... Uh, into behind the text box and this is not borderless which is extends right to the edge of the card on all sides this is extended which goes wide from the text box it's like it's like a widescreen card right yeah. right uh, letterbox yeah yeah so you get one of these that's rare or mythic yes okay you also get one ancillary card which is a card from the set that isn't in draft boosters so as far as Throne of Eldraine is concerned, this could be the buy a box card. Okay. Or cards from the Planeswalker decks or cards from the Brawl decks. Okay. So it says, uh, this slot is going to be the catch-all for mechanically unique cards associated with the set, allowing collectors to get them here without having to purchase other products or participate in other, in other promotions. These, these cards will be non-foil. Okay. Okay. And then three special frame cards. Mm. Which is either, uh, so and and these are all uh, non-foil. So the borderless planeswalkers, the actual like borderless ones, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't know if you have one of those handy, Paul. But this is yeah, like the, here we go, the Karn. If you're watching again, uh, this is the one that there's no black border any part of the card. This one happens to be dark at the bottom, but that's you know, um, that's the art being dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. this, yeah, that's. I mean, it's I, not a border. It's the art. They're probably designed to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the very yeah. bottom will always be black. Because yeah, of so the legibility. Ha- yeah, for the and yeah for the machine readability thing. But yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, there's no border. It goes right to the top, right yeah. to the sides. You can see, yeah, above above the name, you know, name yeah. of the cards, uh, borderless or showcase cards. So for Throne of Eldraine, <clears throat> the showcase cards are the. Uh, alternate art, alternate border adventure cards. Okay. So you get three of those in the collector booster. And uh, he says, for Throne of Eldraine specifically, the non-foil common showcase cards will only be found in the collector boosters in one of these slots. 
Okay, so once again, they mention these non-foil commons. Um, yeah, yeah, but of of the alternate border showcase cards. Yeah, yeah, non-foil showcase cards. So this sounds like they're hinting that you can get a foil showcase card in a draft booster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it seems it, like. They're not coming out right and saying it anywhere in the article, but maybe that's an option. So if they're telling us that nothing has changed in draft boosters, that that means you still have like a one in seven or seven and a half or one in eight or something like that to get a foil, and maybe your foil can be like anything from the set in a regular border and anything that has a showcase frame in a foil Mm. yeah so that's kind of cool if that if i'm if i'm interpreting that correctly it seems like it's a possible interpretation Mm -hmm. and it may be the case yeah Mm -hmm. um but yeah those collector boosters they sound like they're going to be expensive yeah the year of no msrp Mm. (laughs) we're coming coming home to roost on why there's no msrp because there's no announcement i was going to say they don't say how much these these cost i was going to say they don't say how much these cost but of course okay it's just left to your friendly local gaming store now he does actually what they're going to cost he does actually say our expectation is that these collector boosters will range from 20 to $25 each. Oh, snap. I just didn't finish reading the article. Yeah, but that will depend on your region and where you shop. All right. So this is... I I wonder if these are like the wizard's gift to the LGS in the same vein that like from the vault. Yeah, kind of that like was the, the idea. You know, it's, it's always so funny because like the owners go through... They go through struggle and stress with this one. Like the idea is like, you know, wizards gives... LGS owners at a fair price these packs or items that the players should like get really excited about and want to you know nom mm-hmm. up and, and buy up as, as soon as possible and then like invariably you know the LGS owner is like well what am I supposed to do what's a fair price these are my these aren't like my loyal customers I want to be good to them so I want to mm-hmm. like compete or whatever and it's like this extra piece of work they have to do but yeah mm-hmm. they they should hopefully be able to keep the lights on if these things sell they look pretty exciting like if you tell me it's worth four or five packs to open one of these I think that's probably fair. Yeah. If you want to hear... um, Hey, check this out. The... uh, Oh, Murderous Ragnarok's amazing. Dual color. Oh, The Borders two color, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Sorry, we're looking at Okame Ranger, which is four Selesnia pips for a 2-2 Elf Knight that taps to give creatures you control plus one plus one until end of turn. But the adventure is also four Selesnia pips for Bring Back, which makes two 1-1 humans. So you make your human tokens, then you make your ranger, and it just seems good. Yeah. Uh, if you want a little bit more of the philosophy on the theme boosters, um, he says, the collector booster came about because uh, we realized that the draft booster was serving a segment uh, a segment of the audience poorly, which is people who want to open... People who want the, the fun of opening a booster pack but don't want, like, 14, maybe 15 cards they don't care about. Right. Yeah. Is basic, I'm paraphrasing that. Sure. But that's essentially it, and they're like, "All right, so let's just make, let's make fancy boosters." They are heads up; they're a limited print run. Mm. The theme or the collector one? The collector boosters are wow. a limited print run. Okay, that's exciting. Uh, only being printed currently, only being printed in English and Japanese. Mm-hmm. Uh, and at the beginning, uh, apparently, the beginning of Throne of Eldraine, the buy a box promotion also includes one collector booster. Whoa, okay, cool. But they say that the uh, so. He says the the buy box promotion is going to be the mechanically unique promo card and a collector booster, but supplies are limited and stores will have fewer collector boosters than buy box cards, specifically earmarked for this promotion. Hmm. So only the only the very first boxes bought will have the booster, even though your LGS may have collector boosters to sell. 
why? <laughs> like this is a weird. This is such a weird feel bad. And I mean, I I maybe get it because they I have guess, like. But it is going to make. It's like it comes down to shipping costs or whatever, right? But, but it's it is going like, to make you the bad guy when why someone's you just like, give us less of the buy a box promos too or something. You know what I mean? Like that. It feels shitty having to ask that. Like having to say that and be mm-hmm. like, oh, just give us less of something. So no feel bad. But yeah, like I want to buy a box. Okay, here's your box and your card. What about the collector boosters? No, we don't have any more of those. Sorry, you're what number about, thirty-seven. What yeah. about those collector boosters <laughs> yeah. on the shelf? No, no, those are the different collector boosters. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which is exactly what that's all. Yeah. Everything I said is true. It just it sounds and then the yeah, bad. Sounds, yeah. And then poor number thirty-eight, you know, has to give me the puppy dog eyes and be like, "Oh, my friend got a collector's booster and he opened a Texas Garrick and he's gonna have a lot of fun with it, and I don't get a collector's booster. I'm gonna burn the place down." You know? Yeah. <laughs> wow, that, that seems like an extreme reaction. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. I just like the voice. I was like, "Oh, I'm the guy from the Office. That's who I am." Yeah. I'm, or, or Office Space. Yeah. I'm Office Space. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, right. I can't remember this actor's name. He's also in News Radio. He's great, but he mm-hmm. plays the. The insane coworker at the uh, an office space. And yeah, the guy who got fired and nobody told him he was fired. Exactly, and just kept asking where his paycheck was, and they're yeah, like, and yeah, stealing well, staplers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, a swing line stapler. They took yeah. away a swing line. And stapler. everyone, every time you go to the, your LGS, just remember that the person behind the counter has to sell that person a box, and then they have to be disappointed <laughs> about it. <laughs> So be nice to them. Yeah. So uh, that's that's boosters. Uh, draft boosters the same. They're just boosters. Theme boosters. 35 cards of a color, maybe you get two rares. Collector boosters, expensive, lots of fancy stuff. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Let's talk about what kind of fancy stuff we can open in these boosters of Veldrain coming up. Wanna uh, do that? Yeah, sure. Let's yeah. let's make sure we give a couple minutes at the end to talk about the arena update. Okay. okay. But yeah, I do want to actually, because last time, last episode, we talked so much about arena. Right. That then we were like, oh, and there's some spoilers, goodbye. That's right. So I do actually want to talk about some spoilers because Throne of Eldrain looks amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, I want to talk about something real quick. So uh, can you bring up uh, Paul Kenrith, the returned king? Oh, yeah. Here mm-hmm. we go. So Graham, Graham had this spoiled, and he was so excited about it. Yeah. This someone is, this someone is tweeted really you about it, right? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so irrespective of, of what I'm going to talk about, Kenrith is also very cool. Uh, five, five for five, four and a white, legendary human noble, just... You know that's that's a that's a good rate five five for five sure. If you're wondering how to sit on a chair, it's like that. Yeah. If just, you once you've ugh. finished life. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Just, when you're when, when you're, you're on co- a throne, you can man spread. Mm. <laughs> I so guess this you're is, not you're not oh, taking anyone's space. So right. this is the buy a box card. Oh cool. Oh, okay. It, it says in tiny letters buy a box. I did not realize that. Anyway, so he's got five activated abilities, one for each color, for a single red. All creatures, all creatures gain trample and haste until end of turn. Keep in mind, if your opponent has a creature with a tap ability, Ooh. you are giving all... It's a very corner case, but mm-hmm. this seems like a commander card, so heads up. Mm. One, in a, one in a green, put a plus and plus one counter on target creature. Two and a white, target player gains five life. Three and a blue, target player draws a card. And four and a black, put target creature card from A graveyard onto the battlefield under its owner's control. Hoof. So, so he's, he's Kenrith very, likes to make friends. He's very friendly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kenrith is going to be a group hug commander. He united the kingdom. Clearly. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but he also looks an awful lot like he's dressed like Graham Chapman's King Arthur from Monty Python and the Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Which I mentioned because <laughs> the Oathsworn Knight mm-hmm. is is the Black Knight from the Holy Grail. He just is, he's, that's what the card is. It's one black black for a zero zero human knight. 
enters the battlefield with four plus one plus one counters, one for each limb, has to attack each combat if able, and if any damage is dealt to Oathsworn Knight while it has a plus one plus one counter on it, you prevent that damage and remove a plus one plus one counter. <laughs> Just like you would his arm or leg. Yeah. <laughs> Come what back, are you going to do? Come back here, I'll bite your face off. Bite me. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like a also a 4-4 four, four for 3. Yeah, yeah. this is a cool card, too. Yeah, this is a, a cool spoiler. Yeah, it's just a good card. but yeah. Yeah. It has to attack, which is a big deal. But, you know, if you're in a deck that wants to attack every turn anyway, maybe mm-hmm. include this one. Yeah. I can I, see it. I can see it making some waves in standard, maybe. I love it. I, I just, I didn't think... I hope so. I didn't think the Black Knight from Holy Grail was going to be a top-down design in the set. <laughs> yeah, where, where they're just like, well, we clearly have to get the Black Knight in. Uh, or, uh, you, you figure it out. It's yeah, right? it's such a clean design too. Yeah, it's really like, great. oh, that's perfect. It's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I thought that was that was really cool. Um and then while we're talking about uh cool things to uh see on cards, the invitational card is back kind of. Yeah. yeah. So cool. So cool to see that. And that was there. Was there any, like, announcement about nope. that? I just saw no. a tweet. Yeah, Aaron Forsyth was like, like, hey, look, we're doing this again. Yeah, and it's, it was so surprising to me because there's been, like, multiple articles, I think, about why they don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? They've they've released um, What's the Meddling Mage, Shadow Mage Infiltrator, Solemn Miraculum twice without any of the Pro Tour players' faces who won those invitationals. Mm-hmm. Snapcaster. Snapcaster Mage has the new one. Uh, two, this, by two the way? new this ones. Two new ones. Javier yeah. Dominguez? Yeah, it's Javier Dominguez on a one red man. I can't remember the name of the card, but it's a no, one no. red man, a one one with first strike and haste. It's a rare. It looks like he's a holding knight, a lightsaber. Fervent, yeah. fervent non-Cathar. Fervent champion. Fervent champion. There you, there you go. He's the champion. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know if Javier was instrumental in helping design this card. That was the thing with the old invitational tournament. Apparently he got some option this is okay. this was less involved than the invitational cards All from right. the from the perspective of the player getting input right but there was he got some choice in cool. in how it was presented and so yeah it's a 1-1 for a single red human knight first strike haste whenever a fervent champion attacks another target attacking knight you control gets plus one plus oh until end of turn and equip abilities you activate the target fervent champion cost three less to activate so that's only five for the big hammer yeah. Mm. This set has a real knights theme centered in Mardu. Yeah. Uh, we said at the beginning of the show, you know, broadcasting live from the tournament grounds, mm-hmm. which is a it's, it's an unusual land. It's taps for colorless. Uh, but it also taps for Mardu, except you can only use that red, white or black mana to cast a knight or equipment spell. Uh, so cuz of course there's uh colored artifacts in the yeah let's talk about one of those we've we've seen spoiled um a really expensive equipment but with its own cost reduction ability it's ember cleave i think oh yeah so this is four generic and two red for a legendary equipment um that gives plus one plus one and double strike and maybe trample um and it does a lot yeah when it enters the battlefield you can attach it to a creature you control for free and then it also has flash and costs one less for each attacking creature you control. So this, on turn two, equips to Javier for free. Because uh-huh. it, you know, it... Oh, sorry, no, it doesn't. Sorry. It would equip for free, but the cost reduction isn't cheaper from the Fervent Champion's ability. Okay, oh, my I bad. See. All I right, see. you do need to, pr- to bring some friends, but... Once it's on the battlefield, you can equip it to the champion for free. So I guess the champion would make a really good reload. I guess if you're playing an aggro red deck, you want him on turn one to attack. And then any two more one drops on turn three, you can drop this thing just about for free. And then after you get Wrath, 
you can have this thing on the battlefield and then like play a fervent champion and immediately equip it to get to make a two two double strike hmm. and tra it is trample so that's pretty sweet that's yeah a lot so this is one of the one of the exciting equipments that that tournament grounds is going to want to help you cast now here's a there question might be some more here's a question from a from a from a flavor perspective because I think when the whole set's out we're going to have to do a, a mm. the I'll, sort of the the story the storybook origins of all these cards yeah, like, like we like, did with Theros I'm going to have to find my copy of Lamalt Darthar mm -hmm, yeah sure. but this this is not Excalibur this no. is too this looks too angry and uh, mean yeah. for Excalibur do you, but you think we're going to see a legendary I'm, equipment that's basically Excalibur. I, I think we have I to. Think we right have in the to. English folklore set. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, there's already the Lady of the Lake has mm -hmm. been spoiled, except she's the something of the lock. Yeah, but well, like the, I like mean, the woman in the water with the sword. Is that yeah? It's Emery, Lady of the Lake, or something? Or is that yeah. what we're talking about? So this is also like one of the more powerful cards we've seen in the set. It's too yeah, generic this, and a blue, this, but again has a cost reduction. Um, yeah, mechanic. She, yeah, she costs one less for each, one generic mana less for each artifact you control. So you can go, like, wait, Dominaria is rotating out, right? Yes. I think it's a modern card. Like, maybe we'll see mm -hmm. it play in some cool standard decks, but I think its application makes more sense in modern, where you have, like, mm -hmm. Mishra's Bobble and Mox Ruby already. Or, oh, sorry, yeah. Mox uh, Opal already has. Yeah, because, like, the thing players. With, um, Thank you. Lurker of the Lock. Yes. Nice. So she looks like she's holding a different sword than Ember. Yeah, she sure is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see what that sword is. But yeah, so. Uh, Emery, Lurker of the Lock, legendary Merfolk Wizard for two and a blue, is is <clears throat> pardon me is a one two. This spell costs one less to cast for each artifact you control. When Emery, Lurker of the Lock enters the battlefield, put the top four cards of your library into your graveyard, and then tap choose target artifact in your graveyard, and you can cast that card this turn. Yeah, so this is, this like is pretty nuts. Yeah, uh, Mishra's Bauble. Yeah, just. Something's going to happen when I draw, when I enter my end step, and that's going to be I draw all my cards. Yep. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. So this is an exciting one. Watch out for combo decks revolving around this, or just, or just value, you know, mm -hmm. um, artifact shenanigans. Friends with Urza. Yep. I, uh, I like also the. Because we were we were talking about the 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 storybook frame, the showcase frames, which are storybooks basically in this in this set, and how uh, it, they're not just a different frame; they're different art in each of them as well, and the art is a lot more sort of stylized because that's mm -hmm. they can do that. It's you know sort of like a storybook. But one of the ones I really like is oh gosh, it's I, Merchant of the something. It's not even that exciting of a card. It's interesting. I think it's gonna do. Uh, I think it's gonna do cool stuff as part of a part of a deck. But the art for it just um, really blends really nicely in with the storybook frame because it's all like wispy trees and whatever. Let me uh, mm, see if I can. Merchant, Merchant of the Veil. Veil. That's what it's mm. called. Yeah, I don't know if. If uh, I know uh, Paul's looking for it right now. I'll tell you what the card does. It's a 2-3 for 2 and a red, human peasant, and the creature's ability is for 2 and a red, rummage, discard a card to draw a card. And then the adventure is haggle, which is a single red instant that you may discard a card and if you do draw a card. So that's Merchant of the Veil. There you go. There's the hmm. uh, the normal... The, Scryfall doesn't have the, the, the one yet. Uh, it's, on the, it's on the magic subreddit. One second. I wonder if I can... Send this to you some some useful way. Anyway, um, 
But uh, yeah, I think. What do you make of of the haggle? So like, you're spending half of this card and discarding a card and drawing a card, but it's instant. Yep. And then you yep. get to what I I like that his rummage ability doesn't tap him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. You can use him multiple times. I think. Yeah, the power level of this cantrip. It's. I mean, it's not even. You're you're down a card, right? Like, yeah. this mm-hmm. is pretty fair. I don't think we're gonna see this breaking too many combo decks wide open, just no. based on the strength of Haggle. Like, you're down but a I card, but you you get to then get that card back when you cast the merchant. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, then like what are you what are you casting? A three mana two three with the ability to rummage more. I mean, so that's, I feel that's like perfectly fine and limited. Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's, I think this is a solid, very solid limited. Yeah, like, I, I don't think anyone's there, looking... There, hey, I don't oh, think anyone's, like, it. unsleeving their Faithless lootings and no. putting this... Well, they are unsleeving Faithless lootings. Yes, they did right. do that, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. then they were... They, that was probably right. Yeah, but I just I just love how the, the trees and the curly oh, yeah. branches just, like... Blend they, into it? Yeah, it's a whole... It's a it's a real it's a full experience. Mm-hmm. Um, this is beautiful. A lar- large part of it is the chosen color palette. Mm-hmm. You notice that his uh, card for sale, his clothing, the trees, and the wispy, you know, curly cues on the on the the special border are all within the same range of uh, of reds. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if this uh, if if the art direction focused a lot on like we want to evoke the look of early printed illustrated books. Right, yeah, with illuminations, right? Well, not even uh What's that not, not even illumination. So Sorry. Did you see did you see curious pear? So there's the that's the regular one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, it's the very Hansel and Gretel. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah, okay. I love the hands at the bottom. That's four hands. Yeah, why are there so many hands? It's too many hands. Yeah, you're right. That does look like something out of a storybook. Right, that's where, yeah, I guess right. Not yeah. where it wasn't illuminations because illuminations were done by hand, but early printing with um, like very limited color palettes. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is so gorgeous. I want this so much. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I like what it. It's a, it's a low impact card, but I think this will be okay. You just make food, just yeah. like if yeah, yeah. like in, like in limited, you just like all right, turn one, make food. Turn it's, two, probably do something more interesting, but worst case, I get this one three, I it's suppose. It's possible you'll board into Curious Pair if the mono red deck is good enough. It doesn't look like it's going to be quite good, but like this is at least a curve of gaining life and making a blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, you know? Yeah, I wonder if... This this card doesn't look to be pushed at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. have to assume that the artists were given... Uh, t- given knowledge of what the frame would look like. Yeah. Right. So or they, yeah, well, yeah, several like of them obviously would have been. Yeah. yeah like look know. at the crawling vines here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sorry. We're now looking at uh, Lovestruck Beast, which is two and a green for a five-five Beast Noble. Is Noble a new subtype? Yes. Noble is a okay. new creature type for right. this set. I did like the Warlock one is the other new one. Warlock yeah. is Warlock. new. Well, and food. <laughs> so there's a creature with the food creature Yeah, there type. is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's, talk, let's talk about yeah. Gingerbrute next. But sure. uh, Lovestruck yeah. Beast, uh, five-five for three. Can't attack unless you control a 1-1, one, one. but then Heart's Desire, which is the sorcery adventure, is make a 1-1 one, one, yeah. uh, token. That's so we're not sure if we get That's very strong, Yeah, no, this, this is yeah. a standard playable. It's um, a rare, yeah. Yeah, we're not sure if we're going to get a new Galta, but we have gotten a new um, Steel Leaf champion. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. Also, there's the, um, the, the new three-headed beast thing. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, my favorite comment about that was like, ah, yes, my favorite bedtime story a green creature with a pile of keywords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's look at this one. So this is like, oh. for my, yeah, 
for my money. Um, I think this is the most exciting card of the set so far. So this looks like the, the one that will have the most impact in the most formats. Questing Beast. Mm -hmm. Two green green for a 4-4 four, four legendary yep. beast. Vigilance, Death Touch, Haste. Can't be blocked by creatures with power two or less. That's like flying. Combat damage that would be dealt by creatures you control can't be prevented. And whenever Questing Beast deals combat damage to an opponent, it deals that much damage to target Planeswalker that player controls. Now, it doesn't have Trample. So... Dies to removal. Garbage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and well, wow. it, has, it has Haste instead of an ETB. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean, with Haste, this is a lot like an ETB. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Surprise! You can. I mean, if you do have the, the Path to Exile right away, you can use it. It's got no form of Hexproof or anything. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, that's it's so many words. Mm -hmm. And just, you know, the the base rate being a 4-4 four, four haste for 4, and then, like, all these things that help it be a 4-4 four, four haste. Um, yeah, I'm just very excited to lose to this card a lot. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I guess, yeah, or maybe in a lot of situations, this is just going to be, like, spend 4 mana hit you for four and you're like cool next turn i kill it yeah sure i mean but if you're the deck that's like using sorcery removal and like trying to get all the value out of your things often you have a planeswalker mm -hmm. right like because because if you're the deck that's like i'm gonna kill it usually you're the deck that's like and uh i'll draw a card and then teferi will draw me a card too you know it's like, yeah yeah so, yeah yeah so this card against those decks it's like well I get to hit you and kill your planeswalker. Whereas oftentimes, like especially with the way they've been building planeswalkers lately, you you're in a tough spot as the aggro deck because you usually start off getting your opponent to twelve or something in the first few mm -hmm. turns, and then they play a planeswalker. And you're like, okay, I can spend my resources to kill that planeswalker. But they drew a card on their turn off their planeswalker. They killed one of my guys with their planeswalker, so then they're gonna gain life from me attacking the planeswalker, and they're just gonna cast another planeswalker next turn. So it's like if you get into this routine where you're just spending your time and attack steps, you know, killing planeswalkers, then your opponent's life total becomes safe all of a sudden, and then they yeah. draw you into control. You know, that's yeah. Then, I mean, then like, suddenly you're in the end game. The control player is winning. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I suppose this does what uh, aggro and mid range decks need in standard right now, which is make Teferi bleed internally. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yep. Yeah, does all the things. Let's take a look at Ginger Brood. Okay. Because, yeah, I was food not expecting creature. to see the food subtype on a creature. Yes. So, sorry for the No, no that's yeah, good. Yeah. We, no, we can talk about Questing Beast. Yeah. Uh, so Ginger Brute is a 1-1 one, one for one mana. Artifact creature, food golem. Uh, has haste. For, for one mana, Ginger Brute can't be blocked this turn, except by creatures that also have haste, because they need to be fast enough. And for two and tap and sacrifice it, you gain three life because it is still food. Because it's a food. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I guess you can also sacrifice it to your golden goose or your reckless hunter or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, Anything that you need to sacrifice a food. Yeah. Which yeah. I guess Pay is why costs. I guess is why it's worded like that. That it's, it's not sacrifice a food token. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? yeah. Sacrifice a food. Also, yeah. Sorry. When, when the set. So we haven't gotten the FAQ yet. Um, or yeah, we haven't been giving, given all the rules documents, but I answered someone's question earlier. Um, well, like what's about, food? Well, someone on like a Facebook forum, I mean, it's just like, so is Mutavault food? Can I sacrifice Mutavault to like draw a card oh, or make a mana yeah, or whatever? And immediately I'm just like, well, no, because it's, uh, or another judge chimed in with like, no, no, it's not a creature type. It's just a subtype of other things of these artifacts, right? And then Ginger Brute gets printed like, oh, okay, it is a creature type <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, wow. I guess so, it is. Mutavolt so, is now food. So yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. 
you know, if you we have... We can eat anything. <laughs> yeah, if you just need one more mana while you have Gilded Goose out, um, you know, you can eat your Chameleon Colossus instead of... Yeah, actually, yeah, the, it's an interesting, the interesting side effect is that because Chameleons have all creature types that have been printed... Yeah. The moment Ginger Brute was printed, suddenly all chameleons yeah. became edible. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. All, all the changelings are <laughs> also snacks. All yeah. the changelings became, they're like, hey, wait, wait, what happened? Yeah, it's like, oh, we don't know that guy. We've never seen him before. But, yeah. but relax, Chameleon Colossus. You're also now King Chameleon Colossus mm. because of this set. Yeah, you're a noble and a warlock. I, I, I also the did Duke like somebody, dinner. somebody commenting that, like, I hate to be that guy, but... Uh, a noble is a king is not a noble. Oh, it was like, Riley Knight. Yeah, yeah Riley yeah, Knight like, tweeted about this. If, if you confuse that, it's like I hate to be the actually guy. Yeah, and then someone tweets like, "Well, no, I don't." But yeah, no, no, clearly, yeah, but yeah. Royalty and, no, and nobility are different, right? They're a yeah. separate class, as distinct as nobility and peasants, probably. Right? Yeah, right. Now. I mean, Riley's from England, so he he would he would, <laughs> he, he would understand that. Yeah, we but don't. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Yeah, personally. good. Good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the uh, the Gilded Goose, by the way, which is the card that Paul's uh, put up on screen here, is is also great. It's a single green mana for an O2 with flying. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, you create a food, and you can pay one in a green and tap to make another one, and then you can sacrifice a food to add one mana of any color. So it's like a really slow Birds of Paradise that's very, very expensive to use, mm. but it's super cool. And there's a Golden Egg, which is also a food. It's not a token. It's a food card two-mana artifact. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card, so already already good. And uh, one, and tap and sack it to add one mana of any color, and two, and tap and sack it, and you gain three life, just like an actual food token. Yeah, I like... Eggs is back on the menu. No, it has <laughs> yeah, both right. the abilities of a food token and a treasure token. Yeah. 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 And it's an it, egg. Because it's the golden egg, yeah. Because it has the ability of eggs where, when they ETB draw a card. So yeah. both these cards, I think, are exciting ads for uh, Canadian Highlander. This one, I'm sure, you know, anyone who knows Wheeler's history with the eggs deck he's very happy to see you know usually mm. it's like they're not really eggs they're like these other mana rocks like Kaleidostone or Mindstone uh, yeah. well no more of the ones that like when they enter the battlefield oh. you draw a card like you right. draw a card okay. off them uh, when, when they ETB or, or when you sacrifice them um, but this one's actually an egg so like that's awesome mm -hmm. um, and then the Gilded Goose I think so you mentioned it's slow but it's just as fast as every other one mana yeah, um, uh, mana dork, dork on turn two, true. right? Like you cast it on turn one, and then on turn two you can cast a three drop or three yeah, one drops true. or a two and a one, whatever. Where where you it's it it it's got it where it counts. Yeah, and I I so I think for that reason it'll become I th I think there's a good chance it'll become a staple in and decks that are pl already playing all the mana dorks. Yeah, exactly. Then it it's just as good or better than. You know, then late game, you're just like, yeah, like hatch me like, eggs. Like it's better than Birds <laughs> of Paradise on turn seven, right? Where you're just like, okay, well, now I can get something out of my flyer. Anything that you could do with your Birds of Paradise, like put a sword on it, the bird, the, the goose can also do. Mm. Um, and it even, when it ETBs, it gives you three life. The Gilded Goose with Ember Cleave. Yeah, yeah. there you go. We're coming through. Get yeah, in. Gilded Goose picks up uh, Gite. Yeah. <laughs> or something. I don't know. So I think this card for standard. Huh? And for yeah, GTA is kind of awkward. You need a noble, <laughs> well, need a noble yeah, hierarchy yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but you you want to put no, it on the goose three card blind. combo. Nelson. Yeah, exactly. So for standard, I think this will probably be pretty common um, as just like the only option we have at one mana to mm -hmm. to increase our mana, and and there'll be a, right, some deck looking to do that. Is rotating. Landmore elves is gone in Dominaria, yeah. but we've got a new Steel Leaf champion, so you can turn one goose, turn two 
play your Lovestruck Beast, I guess. That doesn't seem great. Then later play an adventure from your second Lovestruck Beast in hand so that it can attack. It's awkward, folks. Um, <laughs> but they'll probably, you could just play this and then turn to play the Gruel Spellbreaker or whatever if you want to be yeah, in that's, that Yeah, that's also oh, good. That, that, yeah, that, that's, seems, that seems strong. That's yeah. fine, right? You know, yeah. the Goose is good at that. And then in that deck, you definitely would prefer Llanowar Elves to just keep ramping. But, you know maybe you'll play something else that ETBs and gives you a food token mm-hmm. and then you can keep doing it that way. Yeah, um, children, let me tell you the story of the Gruel Spellbreaker. Yeah. Just like punches through the wall. Exactly, or through the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I like this card a lot. Sweet. Uh, let's now, uh, we'll talk more about Throne of Eldraine spoilers. We got another week, week to sure. dive into more but, Throne of uh, There's more, more came out this week than we could get to on the podcast. Yeah. So in fine. fact, don't forget that uh, oh, yeah. next Friday, or rather by the time you're seeing it, this Friday mm-hmm. is the Throne of Eldraine pre-pre-release on twitch.tv slash Okay, we lied. We don't have another, another normal TTC where we talk about spoilers, but there'll be a fun extra people TTC that you yeah, can watch next it'll week. it'll be like an extended TTC where we talk about spoilers by playing with them <laughs> all There's day that long. With for several eight, guests. For eight, all day this for Friday. eight hours, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Our, our guests, by the way... Eight hours, fingers crossed. ...are uh, uh, Vince, a.k.a. Pleasant Kenobi, um, who's a content creator uh, and works with CFB. Yeah, I'm sure you've heard of him because I'm pretty sure he came up with the pre-pre-release, right? Like he's the inventor of the pre-pre-release and he got the pre-pre-release on band. Is yeah. he just, is, is it, a, is it a, like a, an ongoing joke that he just, he takes credit for everything? I thought the, just in this podcast. Oh, yeah, okay. No, that. yeah, we were just like, not only did he I think that was before Stone we went live. Mystic. <laughs> I think that yeah. joke was because he was talking about how he like he's like good I unbanned Stoneforge Mystic <laughs> and then we made some sort of other joke about something else that he did but that was before we were recording mm-hmm. uh, it was Heather if you he, could just take that burn <laughs> that I unnecessarily slapped onto Pleasant Kenobi out that'd be great uh, for the segue uh, yeah. it was that uh, Vince is now also responsible for getting uh, historic cards. Right. Oh, right. Perfect segue. Thank That's you. That's what it was. Okay. So, but uh, briefly, I should mention that uh, Jamie Topples, who's a magic streamer, Olivia Gobert Hicks, who's a cosplayer and streamer, and Daniel Holt, who's a graphic designer from Wizards of the Coast, will also be here along with the usual these people and um, mm-hmm. uh, Nelson and Serge are judging, and it's going to be a real fun day. So you are judging, right? I'm judging, and we got Adam and Kathleen also, as well as you two, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be... Very normal PPR. It's going to be, a good, right. g- it's gonna be yep. a good time. I can't wait for that. Tune in to watch me get just utterly demolished. I, I did that for you last time. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. So I was I'll get at a wedding last too. time, so... Um, right. Okay, so arena, arena updates. updates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, unsurprisingly, uh, Wizards did indeed take the feedback on board. And once Historic comes out, cards that are only available in Historic will no longer be two-to-one wild cards to get them. They will now just be the same one-to-one wild cards as before. Mm-hmm. Hooray. We did it. We did it. Good. We did that, it, Reddit. That is, that it, they're certainly claiming credit. Let's Graham say. is so happy that we all get to shut up about that. It's... I, it's I, I think it was a bad decision, and I'm glad that they've. Yeah. I'm glad that they've uh, changed it. Yeah, I just, it was. Cor- it's a correct change. Yes. I, I I don't like the discourse surrounding it, because um, I, I mentioned that tweet from John Lux last time. Okay. Right. And I was like, there's there's an important nuance to that tweet. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And people are, I'm already seeing people in both Magic Arena and Magic TCG subreddits being like, uh, like uh. This is something that they. This was a. This was company policy on Mitgo. Former employees have confirmed this, and it's like, hold, hold on. This was one tweet from John Lauks, 
and he's he said something that is not what you are saying. Anyway, um, that's great. There were some other changes that they that they mentioned as well. Uh, the um, the best of three historic events, which will be available all the time. No. Yeah, that sounds right. Yes. The, the one that's available all the time will not award wins for your daily and weekly win progress, right? Yes. But it no. still will allow you to finish your quests. Okay. So if you're mostly jamming on historic when that comes out or, or you know, anytime in the future, it, you'll get your gold for casting 30 black creatures or whatever, uh, but you won't get your like wins per day pack or wins per day pro- progress on your um, yes. get a fire cast. Ranked thing, historic right? best of three will be available in December. Ranked will will award progress for quests, daily and weekly win rewards, and mastery XP. Okay. There is going to be a best of one historic queue that comes in on September 26th that's available all the time, and it uh, doesn't count towards daily or weekly wins, but it will count towards the rewards. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like a second ladder, mm-hmm. right? Best, yeah. best of one queue, or maybe it's, an, I'm not sure if it's an event where you play till you have three losses or it's a ladder, but... For the one that's available all the time, you just won't be able to complete all of your progress bars for like playing enough arena every day. Yeah. So that's a way they've managed instead of making the cards harder to get, they've still managed to like put standard first, like mm-hmm. let, make standard the, the foremost format. Right? Yeah. And they've also said Which that is they're, they're going to be reevaluating the those fifteen extra cards and how they said they're still going to do that. But there, it's not necessarily going to be like there's 15 cards on this date in November. They're trying to figure out the best way to add them, and they right. So there's the because uh, there's there's a graphic that changed that happening to TBD, and uh, but the uh, the text associated with it says we will start to add new cards to historic in November. We'll be thinking through what the right target of cards to add is and how players can acquire these cards. These cards will be added to the game differently than cards in standard. We're still, we're still working on how. So it might not be 15, and it, we don't know when in November, but there will be new cards added to historic hmm. in November. Uh, the other change they made is that um, you, you'll just be able to buy packs from any, from any set, including packs of sets that are now only in historic. Hmm. They'd said that they were... Uh, when historic, after rotation, that you'd only be able to buy those in the forty-five pack bundle, and that was we didn't really touch on that much last time, but that was also I think a bad decision. So they've reversed that as well. Seems like a feel bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but I think actually the most important. Well, so the the best news out of this article is that they've uh, walked back the two for one wild cards. But I think the most relevant part of this article is the explicit statement that philosophically from the arena team. Is just them saying we knew this, but them saying standard is the focus of arena, standard and limited, mm-hmm. and they consider historic as a fun other way to play on arena, like popper and singleton. Mm-hmm. They consider it another extra fun thing, right? Not they don't consider it arena's modern, right? Which, which is, I think, what a lot of people thought that it was and so when there right. was this when there's this like they're setting it up to fail it's like no they just don't think it's as important as standard yeah right. the, and i think they don't want it to distract from modern yeah as sure. another like premiere format at all yeah right. maybe like it, paper modern they're like look you have the cards in sets that are going to rotate from standard and we want you to still be able to use those cards for something so here's historic but 
you know, it's 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 meant to be a fun extra thing, not a marquee feature of the of the program. Hmm. And, and so, like, are, so there's there there probably aren't going to be like uh, big historic arena tournaments at uh, Magic Fest and stuff. Almost assuredly not. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure whether there'll be a paper scene for this at all. It's you know, Magic players do all kinds of things. So Who knows? Maybe, maybe it that. takes off and it's actually super fun. Yeah, I mean, I, I would like to see it succeed and be good. Yeah, I think, I think that would be good. I think the plans they've laid out, what they've stated they're going to do with it, they're going to achieve their goal of making an extra fun thing you can do on Arena with your cards. Mm-hmm. I think we're not going to see it being one of the cues that you can get into Mythic with, right? Like, right. probably we won't mm-hmm. see... You can grind to the top level of I got ranked Mythic. players. I got into Mythic Constructed just by playing historic. Yeah, I don't think we're going to see that and I don't think we're going to see I mean, I guess it's possible. If you I, just if you I'm just not play, sure if it's on the same ladder, right? You know. Oh no, no, right. it, okay. is. It, it is. Oh, it is for sure. Okay. It counts towards like historic will count towards your constructed rank. Okay. So if you only play historic and you win all the time, then you will rank up. Okay. On okay. your constructed ladder. So maybe you can also if the, when they if they keep doing the invites to the mythic invitationals where you have to be in the top 1,000 to get an invite to a big weekend tournament on Arena, mm-hmm. and you can get into the top 1,000 playing Historic, then I guess it's still going to be a competitive format for some people. I guess, but right? you're going to go to the you're going to go to the tournament and, and it's going to play be standard. standard. You're going to have yeah. to play standard so. to actually win to get to the you yeah. know the PTQ right the to get into the mythic invitational. So fair enough. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's have you been playing any of the standard the current standard sort of catch up event? No, I I haven't had time to get to it this week no. at all. Yeah. So it's uh, for those who haven't seen it at home, it's 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 a special event you can access from the home screen or the play menu. It's just it's called 2020 standard or standard 2020, right. I think. I saw some tweets of decklists, so it's like no Ixalan block cards, right? Yeah, it's it's everything on arena that will be in standard. Uh, once rotation happens, including the Eldraine cards that were released as part of the Brawl event. Oh, neat. Okay, so, so those you can craft cards, those now. Hey? The, well, you mm. could no, you could win them in the event. Oh, just the ones you can win. Okay, yeah. yeah. So that's like four cards. So okay. if you didn't win them in the event, you don't. You, sure. you can't use them. Or maybe you can craft them. I don't actually know. But uh, so the way that it's structured is, it's two wins or one loss free to enter you can play it as many times as you want you you pick a deck you have to play that deck in both games if you win both games you get 200 experience and then you can go again and if you okay. if you lose a game you get nothing but it's quick especially if you're doing what I'm doing which is playing the mono red cavalcade of calamities deck <laughs> it's very quick very quick yeah. right right you either know that you've lost this one or it's over and it's you a, won yeah it's a lot of one drops mostly with haste Cavalcade of Calamities, which is the enchantment. It's one in a red. Mm. Whenever a creature you control with one or f- or less power attacks, it deals one damage directly to the opponent. Uh, so it's that. Um, the uh, the war boss with Mentor, the 2-2 with Mentor. The Cranko? Makes a, oh, no. Oh, no, yeah, Legion war boss. Legion yeah. war boss that makes a goblin that has to attack. Mm. And then the really disgusting thing is Chandra Spitfire. Oh, nice. Which Ooh. is a 1-3 flyer. 50. Yeah. It, it does, yeah. So it's a 1-3 flyer. Uh, and whenever an opponent is dealt non-combat damage, it gets a it gets plus three plus zero until end of turn. So if you have one Spitfire, not yeah, if you have one Spitfire and like four just random mm. one ones, you don't even care if those one ones die. You attack with everything. Right. The Spitfire and the four one ones make 
five cavalcade of calamities triggers. Right. So your opponent takes five. That makes five Spitfire triggers. So the Spitfire gets plus 15 plus 0, and then they die. But you can't play Crash Dope. in this format, can you? You can't play it's what? rotating. Yeah, you can't. There's a one red mana sorcery that says creatures you control gain trample this turn. But it's from yeah, it, it's from yeah, you can't no, like, no, it's Dominaria? from no, it's from Amonkhet, isn't it? Crash. I thought it was still uh, was it reprinted in M nineteen then? I think oh, you're right. I think been. it is in Amonkhet. Yeah, no, yeah, it was reprinted in M nineteen. M nineteen. Because I know that it's part right. of the first version of the Drake's deck. I there think. are to be fair, this deck. There's a lot of great decks in this format. There's an Elementals deck that I've lost to a bunch. There's a there's a fun uh, mono black deck that just does a does like uh, like duress burglar rat you know like ooh like I like that discard discard I, discard I and I can just get very sad about the whole thing maybe it's, it's Jamie but someone like posted duress, a guild, guildgate deck too burglar yeah. rat mm. fenlurker nice as well okay. yeah yeah eight, eight I faced rat, the guildgate yeah. deck yeah with uh, gatebreaker ram and whatever yeah yeah mm. Uh, mm. the thing about that one is specifically is that I just sort of don't care. It's like yeah, right. okay, it's like okay, I take five, and then I'm gonna and your guy's vigilance, but I don't care if my one ones die because they're getting in for a bajillion damage mm-hmm. just from the cavalcades. The uh, the the rare Chandra that makes two oh, one uh, ones, yeah, just poops out two one ones. They get in, so yeah, it's a fun deck. Anyway, so this 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 uh, event exists to basically just sort of like pump your experience up if you're like. If you are really like, if you're on the bubble, yeah. If you're really like, I really want to get all the way to 100. I'll be honest, the the rewards in like the last 20 levels are like, I can live without them. Right. Uh, I'm trying to get to 90 because then you get three more mastery orbs, and like, which lets me get more mm-hmm. uh, more of the um, uh, cosmetics, which I like. Yeah. But then I'm gonna get them just before the set rotates. But uh, anyway, yeah. the point is. Uh, I uh, this is a it's useful if if you haven't had enough time or if you just want to grind for it or whatever. I just like that it's like oh okay I'll just play it and like oh I lost okay get back in cool I won that time play again hmm. you know it's just sort of like hmm. okay cool and if I win twice then I get two hundred experience and so ten of those and I get an entire level sure yeah you know because it it says like how many days until rotation so you know sort of how long you have to 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 finish your mastery track if you want to. So, hmm. I don't know. I like it as a as yeah, a, nice. basically yeah. a, a catch-up mechanic if you yeah. want to put the time in. Quality of life mechanic. Basically, right? yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's fine. So. Speaking of life, we have to get on with ours, and so do you. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> thanks for joining us uh, this week on Tap Tap Concede. Uh, until next time, remember that everything we do is brought to you... I did it in the wrong order. Let me talk about Card Kingdom first, because that's what Paul's expecting. Remember that to say. everything that we do is brought to you by Card Kingdom. Everything we do rule the entire world. is brought to you by you. This podcast specifically is also brought to you mm-hmm. by Card Kingdom at cardkingdom.com slash LRR. The slash LRR does help us because it lets them know that we sent you. So please do please do do that. Mm-hmm. Do do that. Cardkingdom.com. Do do that. Do do that. And <laughs> We're also brought to you still by you and your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Thank you so much for watching and listening. I've been Graham. I've been Cameron. I've been Nelson. Paul has been there on tech and Heather gets these online. And thank you again. Talk to you next time. 